Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Tuesday Toolbox meeting of Adult Children of Alcoholics in Cobble Hill, Brooklyn. My name is Anne. I'm a Tuesday Toolbox member and an adult child. We're recording our speakers every week because we're hoping others will benefit from hearing these stories from our members. We'd love to hear your comments and questions. Our email address is TuesdayToolboxACA at gmail.com. Adult Children of Alcoholics is a 12-step program of recovery for people who grew up in an alcoholic or otherwise dysfunctional home. If you'd like to find a meeting in your area, including online meetings, go to adultchildren.org and click on Find a Meeting. This week, we're hearing from our friend Bunny, who spoke about trait six and keeping the focus on himself. Please enjoy. Hi guys, um, I'm going to apolog apologize in advance. Um, I have a cat at home who gets resentful when I'm not in bed at a certain time, so I might have to run out of here early. Um, I also was not sure if I chose a tool or not. I chose a trait. I wasn't sure. Um, I guess I didn't understand fully what I was supposed to do, but I chose trait six. Um, we have an overdeveloped sense of responsibility, and it is easier for us to be concerned with others rather than ourselves. This enables us not to look too closely at our own faults. Our experience shows that we often lived as victims. By living as victims or with victim characteristics, adult children seek to control others and ward off potentially shaming or abandoning situations. Taking the victim position can be shrewdly manipulative for an adult child who knows how to use it. However, being a victim loses its power when overused. People tire of such behavior and tend to move on. This causes the adult child to select another victim to reenact the behavior. Many adult children who practice being a victim often switch over to the super responsible role in preparation for a return to the victim role. By taking on too much work and responsibility, the person can vault into a fit of rage, collapse, or isolation. The person hopes to garner sympathy and pity. The victim reemerges. Playing the victim or being overly responsible allows the adult child to avoid focusing on himself or herself. Both roles are saturated with codependent avoidance of feelings and being responsible for one's own feelings. By concerning ourselves with others and their chaos, we avoid doing anything about our own lives. By being overly concerned about others, adult children wrongly think they are involved in life. In reality, they are, um, in reality, they are missing life. The, enme the enmeshed codependent ACA can be so wrapped up in another person's thoughts and actions that the adult child has no inner life or outer <coughs> support when the re relationship wanes. Codependent ACAs describe feeling lethargic, disoriented, and hopeless when their patterns are gone. This is the high price for focusing on others. I chose this passage because um, I wrote everything down because I have an extreme amount of anxiety that um, it, it'll just like click in my brain and everything will short circuit and I just forget everything I'm like speaking about. So I have to write things down. Um, and I chose this passage because recently I've gained some clarity and serenity by turning the focus on myself. Um, I focus on others so often. Um, it was you know, when I was a little kid, it was my least favorite phrase, like, you need to stop worrying about others, worry about yourself, like, but so-and-so did this, and I did that too, but I got in trouble, like, you need to focus on yourself, 
And I hate to say it, but I mean, they were right at, to a certain degree. Um, so in my childhood and early development, um, my victimization role started as the youngest of four. Um, before I had the, cap the capability of knowing my part, I was inducted into the pattern of family dysfunction. Uh, my older siblings would pick on me, and by the time I was of age to make a choice, I was so used to my role as a victim that it became an unconscious reaction. Um, and then later on, fast forward to my teenage years, um, I inducted the victimization into my personal relationships through over-responsibility for uh, the actions of others and let down when they did not meet my expectations. Um, the victimization um, would come in when I was met with grief, basically abandonment. And then um, after that, I would try to become picture perfect to never be abandoned again. Um, my analysis of this behavior today is uh, this behavior creates a faulty sense of self-betterment that my adult child had uh, used to survive for a very long time. Essentially, I would control others, um, asking them to be a certain way because I thought that way was the right way. Um, and when that wasn't met and I did this like extreme responsibility thing, I did gain insight and I did gain um, levels of growth, but not on a deep level just enough to survive, um, not to really heal. And that's what this is all about. Like our, our adult child helped us survive. Um, so where am I? Yeah, it provided me with certain insight um, that has aided me in personal growth, but it has also prevented me from a deeper sense of emotional healing because it provided me with enough distractions to truly look within at my own faults. Um, and then moving on to my growth today, this is where uh, the tool and the solution comes in. Uh, by turning the focus, that's the tool, by turning the focus onto myself, I have been able to accept and humanize my faults in a way that has allowed me to accept and humanize the faults <laughs> of others, or in short, to let go of my general resentments, anger, and control. Once free of this burden, I am able to do real work on myself and in turn partake in healthier relationships of all kinds. Um, this is actually a pretty short share. I'm almost done. Um, the resources that help me turn the focus on myself are step four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Um, I just went through step four and that was, it was grueling, it was really hard. Um, but it was worth it and it was not perfect and I had to go to another program to seek out a sponsor in order to do that because for some reason that's just the way it worked and I translated, I, the sponsor agreed to sponsor me in that program and run the steps in that program but then combine this program with that. Um, that's just the way it worked for me and I'm glad I found a way because if not, then I would still be stuck in this perpetuation of like what I was talking about, the control and then the um, letdown and then the responsibility. I do that with drugs as well. And um, if I hadn't done it sooner or later, I could have ended up dead. 
um, it, it was getting pretty bad. Um, so yeah, I mean, step four made a searching and fearless moral inventory of myself. That that's turning it on to myself. That took me three to four months. Um, step five, admitting to my higher power, to myself, and to another human being the exact nature of my wrongs. Um, that's just a continuation of step four and reinforcing um, this this look inward and this focus on myself. <sighs> Step six, uh, we're entirely ready to have my higher power remove all the defects of character. Um, I, I feel like at this point it's getting into not just looking inward, but looking um, for me upward or outward to the universe, because that's my higher power and bridging a connection there. Um, and this is why I chose this, um, because I'm in it. I'm living in it right now, and this is what's getting me through life right now. Like. Um, it's helping me stay present. I have plans. Um, I'm moving to Russia in a year. And when I start getting outward and focusing on the future, um, that's when I start slipping up and getting into drugs and uh, reenacting all of these things. Um, and so by focusing on these things, um, this tool right now, and step four, five, six, and seven, basically turning it inward, uh, I've been helping myself survive and heal, but not how I used to. Um, and then step seven, uh, humbly, oh, wait, did I say that? Yeah, I said that. Uh, step nine, making amends. And um, then step 10, the personal inventory, uh, where you, it's just a continuation, where um, you continue to take personal inventory of myself, of yourself or of myself. And um, I've just, I know uh, after a while, this is, it's going to get repetitive for me, the, um, the looking inward, and then I'm going to have to move forward to another, um, I call it like an ACA epiphany, because um, that's what helps me. I mean, I have a, my, it's just the way my brain works personally. Um, but the way it's helping me right now is I'm actually getting involved in a long distance relationship and I feel I feel really good about it um, by being able to look at um, myself and my patterns um, and to be okay with that through working four, five, and six. I've been able to be honest and not hide those things. And then in turn, um, my partner has been able to do the same thing. Um, and with that growth and that, and, and just having that, that's good enough for me right now. I don't, I don't, you know, in the past, it's like marriage and kids are bust. Like I just had, you know, like I had to like, even like my first, the first, um, relationship I really got into was when I was like 15 and I was like we're getting married and we're having kids um I don't know why um but now it's not like that and I truly believe it's because I've been um turning it inward and I haven't been running away and I haven't been trying to like control or manipulate someone and, and all of it there was something that said um about if the adult child is conscious of this, then it can be very um, 
like detrimental. For me, it was never conscious. All these things are under the radar. They're all unconscious. And for me, that's been har it's been harder to pin it down because of that. Um, but again, through these steps, it's helped me pin that down and sort it out. And um, at this point, I I'm grateful that um, the work of turning it inward and focusing inward has allowed me to find a glimpse of serenity um, because that's allowing me to push on and move forward. And even when I feel at my worst, um, it's better than how I felt before. Um, But yeah, I'm grateful to be here. Um, I'm grateful for my fellow that recommended me to speak here. Every time I speak, it's a challenge. And I, it's, I, I'm scared and I sweat until the end of it. <laughs> but um, it's a learning experience and it's reflective of my recovery. It's reflective of just doing it and doing it and letting it build up and then looking back and being like, wow, you've done a lot better. Like you've gotten, you've gotten a lot better. And um, so with that, I'm grateful. And uh, thanks for letting me share. Thank you. <laughs>